It's another Micro Action Monday on Studio Class. Hi Divas! It is another Monday and we are here to talk about Micro Actions. And today's episode is about, really what I called it was, how tenacity can be your secret weapon. But I'm going to start with a little story, and this is what I really wanted to call this episode, which was, so early in my career or like early in my 20s, I, I came into contact, I don't know how, I don't know where I started, you know, interacting with the concept of, of tenacity. It might even have been high school where, you know, I just started thinking about tenacity and what that means and tenacity as a secret weapon, right? And this started to become a, f a phrase and guess, get ready. I'm going to have to like mark this episode as, as explicit because, like, you know, from time to time, I keep my language a little spicy. This phrase in my mind was, I don't have to be the best. I just have to outlast these motherfuckers. <laughs> and so it, but it really changed my perspective on my career and how I went about working towards my goals. Because what I want you to hear in that is not necessarily, you know, the motherfuckers part, but the, the first part, which was, I don't have to be the best. I just have to outlast, right? In this phrasing, I was able to tell myself that perfectionism is not the goal, but tenacity is the goal right? It's a lot easier for me to stay connected, stay aligned to tenacity as my value rather than being perfect because it's such an elusive mark and I'm never going to, I'm never going to hit it, right? There's just always going to be things that I want to do better. And that allows me to stay in a growth mindset side of things, right? Is that I'm continually working towards the kind of artist, the kind of musician, the kind of person I want to be. And that allows me to stay aligned with tenacity versus staying aligned with perfectionism. And that's the thing that I want you to take away from today, which is let's realign the goal to something like tenacity rather than perfectionism. So we're thinking about, okay, well, what does tenacity really mean? And, you know, here is the part of the, the you know, <laughs> undergraduate essay where I define tenacity, but like... So, but if we're, we're going by the textbook definition here, we're thinking about the quality or fact of continuing to exist or persistence, right? The continuing to exist part is a radical act in my perspective of a field that is set up for us to be entirely precarious. And we're going to get into some of my soapbox topics here, which is specifically in new music, but also just in, in classical music and the arts. It is continuously set up to take advantage of the people who are making the art versus the people that are profiting from the art. <laughs> and I, I want to say that continuing to exist in the field that is not designed to help you stay here is is a radical act in and of itself is something to be celebrated and I have my soapbox topic is that you know once upon a time I realized also that new music is kind of the cult of the young in a certain way and I felt oh that I have a responsibility to stay in this field as as someone who is 
maturing and aging into different parts of, of her life to say that this is important that we should have people of all generations and all demographics in this field, right? It's not just those that can afford it at a certain point in their life, right? A certain point in their timeline. That's just not something that I'm, I'm willing to continue to support, you know, by saying like, I'm not willing to continue to support that idea that it's only for certain people at a certain point in their life, right? And so by staying in this field, by continuing to exist, that's another version of me being aligned with my values and how I want to be, how I want to be, how I want to show up, how I want to show up for my colleagues and show up for this field. So that continuing to exist and and then that second part of tenacity is really about overcoming obstacles and adversity. And when I say a phrase like, I don't have to be the best, I just have to outlast these motherfuckers, it allows me to have that extra grit, that extra resilience, that extra motivation when I do come up against all of my own obstacles and adversity in what I'm trying to pursue, that I know the goal is continue to exist rather than I have to be perfect in the face of this challenge or obstacle. Nope. That's off the table. Like I don't, I am not, I am not continuing to live my life that way. So, so that's what I'm trying to say is that when I've changed the way that I'm holding this value to tenacity, continuing to exist persistence rather than perfectionism, then I'm able to feel a renewed sense of motivation in the face of obstacles and adversity. And that leads me to resilience overall. So resilience is the process and outcome of successfully adapting to difficult or challenging life experiences. (laughs) Anytime we want to be artists in this world or professionally creative people in this world, we're going to have to adapt to difficult and challenging life experiences, ever-changing difficult and challenging life experiences. But as artists, you are someone with the strength of character to sustain your commitment during tough times rather than succumb to the temptation to quit. You have the drive. You have the self-belief. You have the patience to persevere despite setbacks. And the ability to not only withstand the impact of disappointment, but grow from it. Artists aren't just tenacious. They are tenacious for something, right? It's not just the quality of being tenacious that I want you to check in with here. It's what you're tenacious about or what you're tenacious for. So your commitment to something bigger than yourself helps you look beyond an obstacle and treat it as an opportunity to get better, to improve. Simply put, tenacity gives you the confidence and the determination to find a way, even if you currently don't know how, right? This is the thing that we're going to fall back on when I can't exactly see the path, when I don't know what the how-to steps are, when I don't know what the checklist is. I know that I've got a foundation. I've got a bedrock of I can continue to exist. I can outlast. I hope that one of the things that you heard me say in there was about helping myself to set clear and realistic goals to channel my tenacity 
effectively, right? So, so when I say it's my goal to continue to exist, then I am able to look at what goals allow me to keep doing that. What projects am I able to say yes to that allow me to continue to live this path? And I don't have to be constricted by what somebody else's version of the path was, right? If I say, I'm going to continue to exist in this field, I'm going to continue to exist in this life as an artist, what does that look like for me today? It allows me to be so much clearer about manageable goals, realistic goals, smart goals, you know, all those good things. But does that make sense? I want you to think about how aligning with tenacity helps you pick manageable and realistic goals. They might still be huge goals. That's great. I want that for you. They're still, they're manageable and realistic because you can see the path for yourself. And then remember, even if I can't see the how or the path, I can still rely on the fact that I am just continuing to exist. In this day, I think of myself as a musician. I think of myself as a professional singer. I think of myself as a composer. That recognition alone is an act of tenacity. Knock, knock, knock. Real quick, divas. I know you're here because you love the clarity that comes from my micro action episodes. Plus you get inspired and motivated hearing from working artists all across our field on how they made, maintain, and grow their careers. Now you can be a part of the fuel that makes it all happen. Give Studio Class a boost by heading over to patreon.com slash that's M-E-Z-Z-O-I-H-N-E-N, and join the Sybaritic Camerata. I also want to take a moment to shout out and thank Chris, James, Josh, Sarah, Elise, and Renee. Your support means the world to me. Thanks so much for helping me keep this podcast going. Now, let's get back to the show. So here's the thing is that that just recognizing that's one practical strategy for developing and nurturing your tenacity. But what are some of the other ways that we can do this? Well, thinking about something like, even though I might've been rejected in the past, I'm still going to apply for things. I'm going to stay connected to the fact of, you know what? I might, I might not have won before. I might not have gotten that opportunity. The door might not have opened when I tried before, but I'm going to keep going. That brings me to my point about how measuring the chances you've taken rather than their outcomes can be a really good form of developing tenacity, right? So so there are times, there are cycles in our businesses in which we want our KPIs, our key performance indicators, right? We've talked about this. If you did not listen to the KPIs episode on... (laughs) on studio class, go back, go find it. So sometimes your KPIs are, we're measuring outcomes, right? Did I, you know, did I get more students? Did I like, did I secure more gigs? All of that kind of stuff. Sometimes in our business, measuring the, the times that you've put yourself out there, regardless of the outcome is the more impactful measurement. Okay. So I want you to be thinking about, am I, is, am I in a point in my business in which I need to measure outcomes or I need to measure the chances I've taken, right? The times that I put myself out there. These are what I call my at-bats. <laughs> like, am I measuring my at-bats? 
And I want you to be thinking about like how you are measuring and whether or not that's helping you develop or cultivate tenacity. Okay, I want to introduce a, a, a maybe an intermediate advanced level concept here, which is the the nemesis, right? This is one of my best friends. <laughs> <laughs> key key uh, thoughts. And I, I love her for all of these things. In fact, I'm just going to have like Jessica come on this podcast and we'll do like an entire series of things that Jessica has taught me <laughs> as a person. And one of them is the ne- having a nemesis, having a professional nemesis is a positive thing. Having a work nemesis is a good thing. <laughs> they don't need to know. The idea is you don't tell them that they're your nemesis. Okay. So you know that I'm a being of love and light, and I don't really want to sit around and think about a nemesis in my day-to-day, but sometimes you need something to push against, right? And this can be a very helpful strategy for those moments when you need to push against something. And I think that having a work nemesis that doesn't know that you think that they're your nemesis can be really helpful for this quality of tenacity, right? Remember the, I don't have to be perfect. I just have to outlast these motherfuckers. When I start putting a face on the second half of that, that phrase, then things get real, right? And I'm, I'm thinking about, okay, well, I just have to stay in it longer than my nemesis. I have to stay in this game longer than this person that I am, that I'm considering my nemesis for this this topic, right? (laughs) So like I said, that may not be the right strategy for you, but if you are someone who likes to spite create, I know a few people like that, then I highly recommend this strategy as well. A couple of other things that I want to talk about here are, is that we, when we're thinking about developing tenacity, we're really practicing this sense of we learn to believe that while we don't have control over challenging situations, we do have control over our attitude and response to those situations. Tenacity is an inside job. So many of the things that I talk about on this podcast, on the Sybaritic Singer, in coaching, is how many of these elements are an inside job, that it's actually us getting in our own way of so many of these things that we're finding as boundaries and barriers. You, you're right. You do not have control over the challenging situations themselves, but we do have control over how we hold them, how we approach them, how we move around them, how we move through them. Okay. And I want you to think about a challenge that you're facing right now and ask yourself, How can I be more in control of my response to this situation? How can I rely on, how can I call upon my tenacity to help me move through this challenging situation with perseverance, with self-belief, with a positive mindset? This is not toxic positivity, I promise you. That is not, I know that positivity is part of my brand, but toxic positivity is not. There are real life situations that we are going through. And I find it extremely powerful for us to check in with our own agency, our own self-efficacy and say, how can I hold this so it's not so heavy? Okay. 
when we're approaching hard things, we might be triggered to think of past what we might term failures. Okay? We might be bumping into this feeling of, I have failed at something like this in the past, and I don't think I can persevere through this. I don't think I can continue to exist if this is the challenge that I keep bumping up against. So remember how I was talking about our nemesis? I'm going to give you an oblique strategy here, which is what if we thought of our past, this past self that failed as the nemesis that I'm trying to outlast, right? I'm going to look at that moment where I didn't quite achieve what I had set out to do. And in this challenging moment, I'm going to say, I'm going to outlast that past Megan. I'm going to outlast that past self who wasn't able to complete the goal or achieve the goal, right? But in this moment, I have more skills. I have more knowledge. I have built up more tenacity and perseverance. I have more resilience. I can outlast my past self. That's where I'm going to end it today, y'all. I really want to hear from you about your own techniques for staying persistent and committed to your long-term goals. I want to hear about, <laughs> about your responses to outlasting the motherfuckers. And I, I just cannot stress how, how important tenacity is to our goals. And when I say that we're going to continue to exist as a radical strategy here, as a radical moment of claiming this space for ourselves, I mean all of us. And I want to hear from you. Did, did that help? Did, did it feel just like another person saying, like, try harder? I want to know. And you know how to hit me up on the socials. You can find me at Enen, I-H-N-E-N. I do really want to hear from you. Screenshot this. Share it with me. Share it to your stories. Tag me and tell me, like, what you thought. And I cannot wait to see you continuing to exist in our field because you are such a wonderful brilliant artist and creative person who deserves to be here, deserves space to share your thoughts, your particular way of being a creative person in this world. So divas, you know what time it is. It's time to stay sparkly inside and out. Thanks for joining me for Micro Action Monday. Again, I'm Megan Enan. And you can find me on all the socials at Enen. That's I-H-N-E-N. Did you know that Studio Class is part of the Sybaritic Singer? It is. And if you liked this episode, you're going to love my 29 Days to Diva series. That's on SybariticSinger.com. And if you liked this episode, will you please consider leaving us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast? Thanks. It means a lot to me.